Thanks for listening to 1590 KVTA afterwards where we talk about the day's events. I was here for most of the show today, Spence, so I can actually recall some of it myself. That's a lot of fun, but you were here because you brought one of our main and most entertaining and informative guests. Yeah, my buddy Mark the Menace Young came in. He is uh, one of the coaches over at Progressive Martial Arts. He's also been an entertainer in the local, I was just telling you about that, in the rap business and all that stuff. He has a fight shop where they sell um, different... uh, like hand wraps and mouthpieces and all of that very active part of this community and, and very the, the fight thing is such a big deal in in this area like i don't i don't know if people realize how special this area is boxnard there's fighters out of ventura camarillo this is a hotbed for for that kind of combat sports and in recent years, uh, back to the De La Oya days, we did have Vargas. Mm-hmm. And uh, people say things about uh, uh, Fernando, uh, ferocious friend, Fernando Vargas. He was a good boxer. Yeah. He might have made some mental errors, and maybe De La Hoya was more mature for the time. But anybody who watched that fight, De La Hoya was in trouble. But being the great boxer, he composed himself and won. Vargas was really good. And like I say, the... The long tradition of boxers, and plus getting out of traditional boxing, we have some of the other fighters, too. Yeah, and I want to touch on Fernando, too, because he was a smart fighter, because he made his fortune, because he basically went out and called Oscar out when he was kind of a relatively, not unknown, but he wasn't at the point where he was next to fight De La Hoya, but he got under his skin so much that De La Hoya was like, all right, let's bring it, and that's why De La Hoya struggled with him, because you can't fight with emotions, you've got to fight with your training, you've got to fight with your preparation. And people, when I saw the fight, and I was one of the few people watching the fight in my group, uh, that was for Vargas. And they're saying, he's this, he's that, he's cocky, he's this. And I said, he's a boxer. He's a that's kid, what too. They do. Yeah, and that's uh, <laughs> sometimes the punks are the most entertaining. And yeah. he was a good fighter. So we do have a great tradition here. And we have many places where we can train. Now, the gym is located at? It's over on, I don't know the exact address. I know it's on Main Street. It's Progressive Martial Arts. And it's next to the big building. That Carpeteria. Carpenteria. Yeah, Carpen, Carpeteria. Car, what is it? He calls it Carpenteria, but it's Carpeteria. 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 Everybody okay. old school. It's an old school car. And across from a billiards joint. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, conveniently located. We highly recommend it. He's a great guy. He started late in his career, too. Yeah, he did. He was. Uh, he kind of said his own athletic career aside to kind of help coach his brother and he did some cornering with his brother and some of that stuff and um, he's definitely you spend time with him well, you know he's he's definitely got a coach's persona he's always helping yeah he's uh, yeah he's out there you can tell that he is passionate about what he does so what this kind of goes down to we always talk about our kids a lot of you folks out there listening have kids grandkids and the like and sometimes you've got to find the place where your kid finds their sport, their pastime, that'll keep them in good shape, give them confidence, and also help them to interact. A lot of people don't consider this out the gate, and it's really one of the best places to go. Yeah, because people are thinking, oh, I don't want to train my kid to fight. But really, the entire program is, anytime you go to these places, it's based on anti-bullying. It's based on protecting yourself and, you know, only using these things if in a situation where you have to defend yourself. And, um, you know, it's one of those sports where you get a, you get a kid who might not do well in the team sports either he's 
or she is maybe overwhelmed by all the athletes around them or maybe they just maybe they just don't fit in they're not comfortable in the locker room some people room. like to go solo yeah that's it and this is something where that you're you're given a puzzle in front of you and you're figuring it out and you're training alongside people of all different levels so you're you're learning you're constantly learning and that's why the they go to that's why they go to train you you watch these professional mixed martial artists and they're training three four times a day because they're always picking up new stuff every time they get in there. You could pick up something from just about any opponent. And we always look at the fact that, like baseball, football, basketball, soccer, hockey, uh, lacrosse has boomed up really big now. We've got so many different things you can do. Uh, the rowing at Lake Casitas is wonderful, but just find the thing for your kid. And what I love about the idea of boxing or mixed martial arts, whatever you want to refer to it as, and whatever kind of training you're going to do, it does have a purpose where if your kid does get in a scuffle, they might know what to do and how to handle themselves. The other side of it is if you've never done the workout, you've never worked out. That's true. Because it is really, really tough. And it's for men and women. Diana, a traffic woman, uh, her and her hubby went out and did some boxing. And it's a great way to train. And it will get you into shape. Absolutely, 100%. I even tried to uh, skip a little rope out in front of the facility uh, this morning. And I... I promised him uh, that he would be back in 30 days. We'd have him as a guest again, and I will be a better jumper of rope right. than I was. So it gets you motivated, and it gets you uh, set on your goals. But seriously, folks, if you have the kid who's not sure, this is a good place to put them. They're going to skip some rope. They're going to work that bag. They're going to learn some rhythms. He was talking about the fact, he says, you got to remember, it's timing. It's but da 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 and he's doing the one, two, three, one, two, three, mm -hmm. and how it works, and the kid will get that motor skill. Highly, highly recommended uh, that you drop the kid into something like that. Give him some confidence. Get a good workout. Non-traditional bat ball or stick sports. And it's always great to have another uh, positive influence in your in your child's life like these coaches. Uh, you know, Mark is a really good dude who um, I, told, I told you off air. He's gone out and gone uh, out to striker airsoft and paintball with with my son, and gone out and hit the field and and played airsoft with them. And um, really, the kids just kind of gravitate toward him, and he he coaches as if like he's kind of like life coachy with them, where he's trying to get them to do the right thing and and kind of pay attention to all angles of things. And just a really a really good person, and that's because he's has this life dedicated towards that sport. Anytime I talk to him, he's like either coming from the gym, at the gym, or on his way to the gym. Uh, he's definitely got the uh, he's got the fever, and he's gonna uh, put your kids. So he'll put you through it too. It's not it's, it's men, it's women, it's boys, it's girls, it's everything. So very very happy that we had the opportunity to have him on the show uh, this morning. Also want to talk about umpiring. CNN did a really interesting story on this, and it's especially popping up in baseball. A lot of baseball games are going non-umped now because the parents are getting more and more vicious. There's been shots of uh, parents hitting umpires. One was a oh. sucker punch from behind where this like 35-year-old man dropped a 62-year-old umpire and hit him from behind. All of this stuff is happening. We've played sports. We've been involved with sports our whole life. I used to be in what I called a fun heckle, but we really got to lay off this. They were talking about the money that an umpire can make, and it can be like 50 bucks a game. Mm -hmm. Now, we know some skating referees, and they do really good. They'll go do a tournament and do like four or five games. They have fun. They leave with $200, $250, sometimes a little more if the uh, league is an upgraded league. It's not enough money to shout at somebody. And what's going to end up happening, we talked about the punishment. 
to parents, mm-hmm. if you want to come back and see a game, you're going to be umping it. Yeah. And then you can put on the gear and see how intense it is and see what a problem it is when parents are yelling at you. So be kind to your umpires. I think you were in oops, in studio when we got these. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I was here. And this is from uh, the Little League World Series. Ray Hennessy, 2017. Yeah, imagine yeah. that, 2017. And he did the uh, the big-time uh, Little League World Series, and he left us with these uh, really cool pens, and he said, you know, think about the umpire because they are there to make the game happen. And you think it's bad when you don't have a pitcher? It's worse when you don't have an umpire. And so you, be you, kind. You think those players paid their dues, man. Those umpires really, they, you know, for a long time, they're, they're working and not getting a single dime. They have to take all these courses, mm-hmm. these classes, and they're taught about, hey, you're going to be abused. Not, not you might be. It's you're going to be abused by the people in the stands. This is how you're going to have to deal with it, and you have to stick by your calls. And it's, I, I mean, that's not something I could do. I, I would, I would want to, like, square up with people That would be my problem. Yeah, that would be my problem. It would be, oh, really? You know, and then you would have the conversation that's going the wrong way. So be kind to the umpires. They are there to make the game happen. They are not there for ego or wealth. You can imagine that that is uh, the truth. Uh, kids' names. Obviously, Tommy got his name from... Uh, my, me and my father. So yeah, we went, ran down the line. Yep, just went down the line. Yeah, what about daughter? So Maddie, we weren't really sure what we were gonna do. So we came. It was kind of my idea. We each wrote down like twenty names that we liked. We passed the note to each other, and then me and Mama, obviously, uh, and then we crossed out ten names out of the twenty, and then we it, we just b- basically whittled it down where we kept passing it back and forth, and we finally came down to Madison with the with the Y spelling because there's a big road in, called Madison uh, Avenue in Sacramento that we, we didn't want to be. We didn't want to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, some of those roads can be a little in. But with us, it was uh, uh, definitely Cole was uh, named because his name was supposed to be Miles. The day we named him Miles, when he was still in the womb, I came up here and somebody had gotten fired and they hired Miles. So I said, I looked straight at him and I go, you just changed my son's name. He had no idea what I was talking about. So Miles became Cole, love the name Cole. Aubrey, the wife, loved the name Aubrey. I wanted Brooke Lynn Spence for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Oh. First name Brooke, middle name Lynn. Uh, she didn't go for that. I wanted Cole's middle name to be Hurricane for Neil Young and for the fact that he let out the best fought no. when he was a baby. Just let one go. It was rolling thunder, and she didn't like that either. Uh, but those names just came. She thought the name Aubrey was pretty. So it's interesting, do you do family names? How do you come up with a name? So now, a lot of people are concerned that the same names, you know, you yell out Noah and 10 kids turn around. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not, like when we were kids, names like Tom and John, you know, very, very, very common names. So the names that are coming back, Aurelia, Aurelia, the golden one, it's Latin, mm-hmm. girl's name, Theodore. Theodore is coming back as as a, a boy. Yeah, three, Theodore Roosevelt. There's yeah. A, uh, Theo Beaver was Cleaver. one of my favorite Cosby kids. Silas. Silas. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that means of the forest or prayed for. But Silas is a name that is coming back. How about this one? Ooh, you got to go Atticus oh, to yeah. kill a mockingbird. That's a powerful name. That is a great Atticus. name. Atticus. 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 Yeah. How do you, how do you, because you got to sh- have a shortened little nickname. How yeah, do you, Addy. How do you, what is it? Cuss? Yeah. Cuss D'Amato? I wonder what his name was. Oh. The, the great uh, Mike Tyson's great boxing coach. Uh, Felix. 
I know a couple of Felix's. Felix Cavallari. I, uh, he was a great singer. I didn't know him. Uh, but yeah, Felix is Latin, and that's coming back. Felix the Cat. See, a lot of the names like Elmer, people don't realize in the old days, that was a very proud name. Then Mr. Fudd came along mm-hmm. and messed the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. Oliver. Okay. Yeah. Oliver Douglas. I was a big Green Acres fan. I was a kid of the 80s, so Oliver North was very, very Oliver good. North, yeah. And up the there with his uniform. Every day. Alice. Now, yeah. Alice doesn't, Alice B. Toklas, Alice doesn't live here anymore. The Alice, the restaurant girl. Alice um, in Wonderland. Oh, yeah. Take the big one. Yeah, Alice in Wonderland is pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, that's a big one. I love this name, Aurora. Yeah, that's a good name. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, but I knew an Aurora. I, oh, would you name your kid Hugo? No. Yeah, that'd be tough, right? Yeah. Hugo a go-go. I think that was a cartoon <laughs> character. Hugo. Yeah, Hugo a go-go. That is funny. Mm. I love mind intellect, though. It's got a good one. But Hugo. Yeah. That's a tough one. Ophelia. It's very musical. I'm okay with Ophelia. Oaf. What do you call them for sure? Yeah. Caspian. Sounds like a C. Evangeline. Could be a stripper. Yeah. Iris. Not bad. No, I like Iris. That's a good name. Oh, we were just talking about Cassius. Oh, yeah. a great one. It's a good name. I don't know if, man, can you roll that up? Being so close to that. Oh, man, that's tough. Oscar. Yeah, Oscar's a good. Oscar. Violet, nice color name. Daphne, go uh, Scooby-Doo. Ethan, Matilda, uh, a lot of the classic names. I had in my life, Isabel was yeah. my auntie, and Ina was a very unusual name. And those were, uh, those were what we had. But people, you do have to get a little more creative. Uh, like Cole is like 300th, it's pretty low, and Aubrey is, is relatively low on the scale. It's like, it's, I think, in the 90s. So we don't really have popular names for our kids, which I'll tell you, anybody who's parent, it's very, very helpful. Yeah, it is. Tom and John, it was funny. We were Tom and John as kids, and Tommy John was a great pi- pitcher when we were kids. So that was sort of funny, too. Uh, so that's how it goes here. And another thing I learned this morning that was very troubling, up in San Luis Obispo, it was Lake, Lake Lopez. These people were in a boat, and they saw something in the water. They thought, what's that? It was a swimming rattlesnake. Oh, no. Yes, rattlesnakes can swim. Oh, no. It's another bonus for me. So Yikes. they're just telling people with all of the floods, everything that's happened here, uh, ground has definitely changed. We talked about panning for gold a few shows back, right. and the ground has changed. So where you might go hiking, uh, there could be a, a lot of different stuff going on. So be very, very careful. Uh, what did, uh, Tom Cruise has a, a – a quote that I really like. Don't be cautious. Be competent. Yeah. I love that. That makes sense. Yeah, don't be cautious because cautious is worry. He said, be competent. Know what you're doing. And it's not often that I get to cro- uh, quote Mr. Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> it's not often that a Tom Cruise quote comes up. But I, I love that. Whether he came up with it or not, I don't care. I like the idea that, you know, don't be in fear, just like with fighting. It's not like you're... But just know that if something came down, chances are you could at least handle the situation quickly. Yeah, it's just like everything else. If you're prepared, then it's not a scary thing. Like mm-hmm. if you even the fight, you're like, okay, so I'm prepared for every scenario. I've done all the preparation, so I'm going in with confidence. And that's how you have to be when you're out in the out in the woods. You have to go, all right, there's a chance something could crawl up on me, and I need to have an escape idea. Got to be able to do yeah. something. Yep, yeah. and anything you do, it's got to be the way you roll. So I would uh, highly recommend, again, uh, going back to the original theme of this show, a wonderful conversation we had this morning about 
MMA, actually, right? Yeah, MMA, and, and he, he started out, Mark started out as a boxer and got into the MMA, and now he coaches MMA and, and still delves into the boxing and still coaches boxing as well. And I'm really looking at this as a fantastic middle-aged crazy uh, outing for me. I think it would really, really be helpful uh, for me to uh, get back into shape and also have something that I have never come close to doing. Yeah. You know, when What was the other great quote? I don't think Tom Cruise said this. Uh, but when's the last time you did something for the first time? That's true. I love that. When's the last time you did something for the first time? So that's our recommendation. Go out there and do something for the first time. Yeah, get out there, do something for the first time, and make sure that you listen to KVTA Morning Show every morning on 1590 from 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. and listen to 1590 KVTA afterwards everywhere where podcasts are found.